A Trump defamation claim, a debate about soy sauce and nationalising James Bond. This is your TLDR Daily Briefing for Wednesday, October 28th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we look into the defamation case related to the President of the United States. Yesterday, Lewis Kaplan, a federal judge in the Southern District of New York, handed over another major blow to President Donald Trump. In a 61-page opinion, Judge Kaplan ruled that the United States Department of Justice could not take over the president's defense in a defamation suit against him. Writer E. Jean Carroll published a book excerpt in 2019 accusing Trump of raping her in the 1990s. Trump, who was president when the excerpt was published, denied the allegations and accused Carroll of fabricating the incident. Carroll then sued Trump for defamation. Judge Kaplan will likely need to resolve the rape question during the defamation case, but he limits this ruling to if the DOJ can intervene. In many cases, the DOJ can defend a federal employee from suit and even block the suit because of sovereign immunity. However, Judge Kaplan ruled that the president is not considered an employee of the government under the Federal Tort Claims Act. And even if he were, his potentially defamatory statements were not related to his job. Therefore, this ruling prevents the president from leveraging federal power and sovereign immunity against Carroll, likely ensuring that the case will proceed to a full trial. Heading to the UK for our second story today, we look at a debate that involves the Great British Bake Off and the Department of International Trade. In one of the tasks in Bake Off last night, contestants used a fair bit of soy sauce, and clearly someone at the Department for International Trade saw an opportunity to use the mass appeal of Bake Off to try and demonstrate how successfully the department is negotiating trade deals. They tweeted during the show, The bakers used a lot of soya sauce in their first challenge on Bake Off, so it's a good thing it'll be made cheaper thanks to our trade deal with Japan. The tweet sparked outrage for a few reasons. Firstly, they misspelt soy sauce, adding an extra unnecessary A. Secondly, it implies that the deal the UK's done with Japan is better than the existing arrangements under the terms of the EU-Japan free trade deal. Under the EU deal, soy sauce is subject to no trade tariffs. So while the UK trade deal could and has matched the current arrangements, it's impossible for it to be cheaper than it already was. Also, many pointed out that since Brexit, currency fluctuations had actually made Japanese products more expensive than before the referendum. However, the department hit back and claimed that what they meant was that soy sauce would be made cheaper than if the UK was left to trade with Japan under World Trade Organization terms. Either way, some have claimed that this tweet made the department look deceptive, as it certainly wasn't clear from their original tweet. We'll leave it up to you to decide whether this tweet was clear and accurate or unclear and deceptive. Regardless, who's excited about soy sauce? We all know it's malt that we're truly excited about. And if you agree with me, you can grab yourself some malt merch now. Seriously, it's linked in the description. In the last story of the Daily Briefing today, we look at the 25th installment of the James Bond film franchise. Although it was originally set to be released in April this year, the film was delayed due to, well, the pandemic. In a move that can now be classified as overly optimistic, the studio set the new release date as the 12th of November 2020, presumably thinking that the pandemic would be over by then. Unfortunately though, it isn't, and this briefing is still being written and recorded in bedrooms and home offices, not the TLDR office. 
Because of this fact, the studio has been hit by a hard question. How do they distribute the film? Officially, the film has been delayed again until mid-2021, but there's no guarantee the pandemic will be over by then either. Another option that was explored was selling the rights to distribute the film to an online streaming service such as Netflix. The figure that was suggested by the studio for such a privilege was a whopping £600 million, and as yet, there's no further news on whether any streaming service has agreed to this figure. However, a person from Coventry, whose identity is unknown, has started a GoFundMe page to try and raise that sum, and that money would then be used to purchase the distribution rights. In fact, commenting on the plan, Stuart Heritage, a Guardian journalist, jokingly suggested that as there are 65 million people in the UK, we could all chip in a tenner and nationalise Bond. The film could then be played on BBC One on Christmas Day, and we could regain some of the money by selling the rights abroad. While this plan was an obvious no, not least because people like my mum would just refuse to chip in, there is still the possibility that the Netflix logo and the infamous could still be the first thing we see and hear when sitting down to watch No Time To Die. Speaking of my mum, it's her birthday today, so happy birthday Janine. She doesn't watch this, but I thought I'd do it anyway. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.